reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Hallelujah. Shall we humbly take our seats in the presence of God? You're all welcome to church. Amen. We are here to have an experience in the presence of God at the His presence service. And we know what time it is. It's testimony time. I, I, I really like your shout. That's a very powerful one. It says, My name is Harold from the Macarius Hub. I have had issues with my dad for close to 12 years now. I like your A. The relationship worsened over the last couple of years that I have not spoken to him or heard from him for the past two years. The reason being that I felt my dad had not really supported me after school compared to the support his dad gave my elder brother. Earlier this year, I joined the fasting and prayers and as Bishop Ogo led us to pray about the serpent and its hidden abilities, I suddenly realized what my dad did. Rather, it helped me. He said, it rather helped me. I have been able to survive all these years and currently having a very good business running. You also have a very good business running. I will never forget the prayer topic. The serpent, master of self-defense and survival. I called my dad and asked for forgiveness. Somebody also called your father and asked for forgiveness. Yeah. I drove that very day to his place to see him and ask forgiveness again. I have now resolved all issues with my dad. I bless God for this. And I thank the bishop for leading us in the right path. God bless you, bishop. Bishop, God bless you so much. Oh, if you are clapping, let us our hand clap be better. Those of us who didn't join the fasting and prayer, that's a very powerful testimony. Amen. Enter the kingdom of God, but they 
church even the colors of the chairs are nice the towels are nice the lights are good the music is powerful you must learn to be excited come on put your hands together for the lord yeah put your hands together for the lord yes some of the sisters you are not excited exciting at all but ladies and gentlemen tonight i'm happy to announce to you that it is time for our favorite thing of the week how many of you know that this is our favorite thing of the week ladies and gentlemen it is such a great privilege to have the opportunity to hear one of our favorite preachers somebody who's a father to us and tonight like always i believe that god has a word i like your excitement these days I like how you don't let me finish the phrase and you're on your feet. Why don't you make some noise tonight? You can jump as a sound of excitement and let's welcome to this Make 
clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping your hands. Are you happy to be in the house of God? Oh, I can't hear you. Are you glad you are in church? You are a Christian. Are you happy you are in church? Church. Are you glad to be in church? Then can we receive a hand clap and give it to the Lord? Father, we thank you for the amazing opportunity to sit at your feet, to know you, to come close to you, to talk to you, to experience you, to live with you. Thank you for the privilege to be your children. Tonight, we ask you to finish it off with a word from you. We've enjoyed music, we've worshipped, we've given. We are enjoying your presence, but it's empty without a word from you. So we pray that you speak to us. And I ask you, Lord, that let the words from my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you. O oh Lord, my Redeemer, Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. Well, Tonight, let's bow down our heads and pray once again. I love to pray. Father, open our eyes and give us revelation. Touch our lives. May we never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. So, tonight, I am sharing with you a short message on uh, about quiet time, you know, quiet time. And I really love the song uh, Grace Sung. Very, very nice song on quiet time. You know, I, I, I would like you to sing that song again. Why not? Sing this, that song again, the quiet time song, yes. Because one day when you stand before God, now, 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 why, why, why is quiet time important. Why? Why should we have a quiet time? Why should a Christian 
read his Bible every day. Daily quiet time. Why? That answer is in John chapter 1. Verse 1. That's the reason. The reason for quiet time. For Bible reading. Please come. The reason why you should read your Bible and pray every day. The reason why you must read your Bible and pray every day. The, the answer. Why? It's in John chapter 1. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. Now, the, the, the last part is the reason. The word was God. <laughs> the word the bible word in the beginning this existed your business was not there in the beginning your family head was not there in the beginning your university was not there in the beginning in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. That is why we read the word. If you are a child of God. Or you want to know God. Or you want to have God. The more of the word you have. The more of God you have. So every day you allowed to pass without reading your Bible reduces the God in your life. Oh, you are making me preach. Can I tell you something? God, he is there already. Yes. Whether you read your Bible, you see, it's like worship. Why we worship God, we praise God. It's not your worship or your praise that makes God God. Um, Nathaniel Bassey said, you don't need a man to be the God you are. You don't need a man. We can't make God. Who are you? It's like an ant, an ant in your house trying to make you the, 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 the landlord. <laughs> It's, 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 it's silly. You can't make, God is great. When we say, Lord, you are good, you are great, you are mighty, you are awesome, you are whatever. It's not what you are saying that makes God mighty. He is mighty whether you say it or you don't say it. <laughs> As I say, he is mighty whether you say it or you don't say it. He is mighty whether you bow to him or you don't bow. He is God. The reason why we bow is that, or the reason why we say he's mighty is that by saying he's mighty, he becomes mighty in our lives. By calling God a mighty warrior, by calling God awesome, by calling God great, we are not making him great. If you call God great, you are making him great in your own life. 
Now, the Bible is also like that. Whether you read your Bible or not, God is there. (laughs) But when you read your Bible, you are bringing him into your life. So if you have little of the word, you have little of God. The more word you have, the more God you have. You know, when I was praying, at a point, I, I was, I think I prayed before preaching, before the altar call. I just froze. Because as I was praying and I looked down, I saw somebody who was trying to become great. It's like a short trance. Somebody was trying to become great. That, that's the word I will use. He was trying to become great, but he didn't have word. So he, he came down. It's like a balloon which was trying to blow up, but it became deflated. Because your greatness, which is part of God's plan, can never happen without the word of God. Because God is not at a taxi rank. God doesn't live in Otimibi. God doesn't live in East Legon. God is not in London. If you want to find God, you don't go to mass. If you want to find God, you go to the word. This is the word. If you don't come here, you will find God. And if you don't find God, your destiny is truncated. The reason we read our Bibles every day, one big reason is that the word is God. So anybody who is interested in having God must go to the word. The God who will give you a wife. The God who will give you a job. The God who will prosper you. The God who will heal you. Anything, I mean, if you want God, like right now, if I want to see the president of Ghana, there are a few places, I may either go to Nima or go to the Flagstaff house or go to the castle if there's anybody there. Or roam in town around the, uh, the area. He may, be going, he may be coming from home. There's an up, go to Pediasi. If I'm go- looking for the president of Ghana, I will not go to Ayukuma. <laughs> so we all know where to find people. If you want to find Auntie Janet, you have to go to Dodoa, taxi rank behind the mosque. Auntie Janet lives. Everybody has his address. If you want to look for Bishop Kobe, there is a place. They're either here or there or there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking for God, this is his address. (laughs) Those who don't know God from here will not even find him in church. Church is not a place to find God. You don't come to church to find God. If you've not found him already, that's not where you'll find him. This place, church is for people who have found him and are coming to celebrate him. Our feet shall stand in thy gates, O Jerusalem. I was glad when they said. People come to church and go back without anything. Some of you just come to sleep in church. To look for God, you don't find him in a church building. You don't find God in a pastor's house. If you want to find God, I'm showing you the Google location. 
the Google location for God is the word, the Bible. If you don't go here, you won't find him. If you go to the Bible once a week, you will get a once a week type of God. God there, what you make him to be is what he will become to you. So you see that he is big in this life, but he is small here. He is mighty here, but he is nothing here. You determine how much of God you have. Sing it, my dear. Quiet time.
Ten more minutes. Let me use my ten minutes well. Number one is begin 
pray to begin your quiet time. Where's my Bible? Why don't you go to the Bible to read your Bible? When you go to, when you approach the Bible, you read it, you, you pray. That's the first step. First step, you pray. Because the word of God is not, is not a newspaper. Step number two. You read a passage in the Bible expecting God to speak to you. You read a passage. That is quiet time. You read a passage in the Bible expecting God to speak to you. How do you choose a quiet time passage in the Bible? How? How do you choose a quiet time passage in the Bible? Every day. If you don't go to God every day, you won't have God. Anything God is becomes real to the one who reads the Bible. If God is a healer, he becomes real to the one who reads the Bible. Because he is the word. The power to heal is in the word. It's not in some internet something. It's in the word. So it's a habit every Christian must have. The habit of reading your Bible. And how do you choose a passage? How? Three ways. Number one is that that you choose a book. A book in the Bible. John is a very good book. Can choose a book in the New Testament. Bishop says he's had a wonderful time reading through the books of Luke and Ephesians. If you go to the Old Testament, you can read First Samuel, Second Samuel, Genesis. So you choose a book. Choose a book. You can choose Luke. Choose John. First Samuel. Choose. That's one way to get a quiet time passage. Say quiet time passage. Uh Uh-huh. You choose a book. Number two is you choose a personality. A person. I want to learn about Moses. I want to learn about Abraham. I want to learn about Jesus. I want to learn about Virgin Mary. It is one way of enjoying the Bible. That one, you don't choose a book, but you go to a section of a book. 
where there's a story about Samson. And many of you didn't go to Sunday school. Many of you didn't go to Sunday school. You were killing lizards, stealing mangoes. So, it's time. Yes. When people are talking about Noah, you may think, oh, Noah and the flood. But there's a lot about Noah you can study. So, you go to the Bible, to the section where Noah is mentioned. And you read. What's number one? The first way to get a Bible study passage. Choose a book. Say, I'll choose a book. Say, I'll choose a book. Number two. You choose a personality in the Bible. A personality. You want to learn about Elijah. You want to learn about Nebuchadnezzar. Yes, it's a Bible. <laughs> because any and every page you turn to, you can find Jesus there. You can find Jesus from Noah. You can find Jesus from Samson. You can know God's plan for your life by reading the story of Balaam. There's a lot in the Bible waiting for you. I said, the more of this book you read, the more of God you have. Forget about these wigs and suits and shoes. The God who prospers you is here. Look for him. He will prosper you. Don't let a day pass with, without having read your Bible. The third way to, to find a Bible study passage is to use a, a devotional like daily guide, like daily bread. There are devotionals you read a verse and there's a commentary. You read the commentary. Next week, I'll bring one. I forgot to bring one today. We have many devotionals that our prophet has written. And they will be a blessing to you. So, number one is that you pray to begin. And then number two, you read a passage from the Bible. A passage. And I've told you how to find a passage. How to find a passage. You choose a book, you choose a person, or you use a devotional. Any of these three will be a great blessing for you. Any of them. Number three, meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. That is, to meditate is... To think through and soberly reflect on what you have read. Think through. So you open your Bible. You're having your quiet time. 
You open your Bible, I've opened to Matthew, or I've opened to Proverbs. I've had, I've had my quiet time in all these Esther. I mean, Nehemiah, I've had my quiet time in all these books, Chronicles, and all. So you open First Kings. Now, it says, Think soberly and think through and soberly reflect on what you have read. If you do not think deeply about what you are reading, you will lose a major blessing of the word of God. Paul told Timothy to think about the word of God. First Timothy chapter 4. Sorry, second Timothy chapter 2 verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 7. Consider what I say and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. First Timothy 4 15 also. It says, meditate on these things. Paul told him things which are in the Bible that we also read as our quiet time. He told him those things and he said, meditate on these things. Can, can you sit up everybody for the next five minutes? Sit up. Let me tell you something. Say meditation. meditation. Say meditation. meditation. Now, I want to tell you something that I want to suggest that we all start doing because that's not how we were brought up at least I wasn't brought up that way and I've checked Bishop Rory's background you, you, you went to GIS, not so uh-huh. you, you, you're not brought up that way which way is this it's the way of reading aloud Now, original, the original meaning of meditation is actually to matter to yourself. The, the real meaning, so the, 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 uh, Sister Jane is meditating. It's not just sitting there quietly. So if I, in the Eastern, Eastern religions and whatever practices, when you hear them meditating, they're actually making noises. Yes, because you don't meditate by just sitting quietly. And that quiet sitting down, quietly thinking, came from how we read. We read quietly, which is not the original way to read. I told you last week. Joshua 1 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. So the real reading is muttering to yourself. Now that's why I'm saying that. Just try it. I wasn't brought up that way. I'm sure you also not brought up that way. What school do you go to? Atimota? Wesley Girls? Atimota. Were you brought up to read aloud? No. But how you were training at Chimota is not the right way. Uh-huh. The right way to read is not to just be looking at a book quietly. You read, you matter. You, you, so, 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 so meditation is thinking through. Yes. 
but thou shalt meditate. So you, so, so that's it. See, you meditate by speaking it. So let's say a, a verse, even like let's say Joshua one. I'm having my quiet time on Joshua one eight. I could go and stand in front of the Bible. I'm having my quiet time. Amen. Or this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe. Now, I also want to say, as I'm reading this, that a lot of us here are not from my grandmother or my mother's age. We are all young people, 30s, 20s, 40s, who are a product of very bad education, which is getting worse and worse by the day. So, King James may not help you. Even though it is the, they say, I mean, in a certain sense, the most direct translation. King James. So, if I will advise you, I will say that have the King James, but have New King James Bible. Now, as a Christian, there is nothing wrong with using money, Ghana money, to buy a Bible. Jesus said, where your money is, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. If you don't spend money buying God things, your heart will not be with God. I had very good education. The same school I attended, my son went to that school. He didn't get the education I got from that school. Because every day the sun rises, it's getting worse. So you are getting in African countries, ministers who are being vetted, who can't speak good English. A minister of state cannot speak good English. But she was a headmistress in the school. So I'll advise you not to destroy your, I'm telling you, that sitting down, reading mayest and thou mayest and canst and uh, uh, quittest, it won't help you. Let's be real. It won't help you. How will it help you? How will mayest help you? So get a Bible that can help you to understand that the, that the English is softer. So that your servant in English, Wasi, can accommodate that type of English. Seven keys to effective meditation. And we are ending. Number one, read the passage slowly. Slow. Don't go and read. 
This book of the Lord shall not depart out of my heart, but I shall meditate in the darkness of the day to do according to the Lord's But then I make good some prayer for us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. No. You take your time. Say, I'll take my time. Say, I take my time. When you are reading your Bible, you take your time. Number two, do not read a very long passage unless it is necessary. Don't read a long passage. There are a lot of times that, in fact, there are some books I have used for my quiet time. A book. I've, I've had my quiet time with the book for four months. Four months. Sometimes, in not, I don't use a verse. A sentence in a verse. A part of a verse is my quiet time. And I went to a good school. You haven't been to a There's no school in Ghana we can compare with the school I attended 40 years ago. There's no school. There's no school. My mother didn't, in her older years that she attended university abroad, had a degree. But her real law, her life, she lived teaching. She, she, her highest was teacher training. But she did middle school living certificate, MSLC. But you should listen to her English and her handwriting. And you went to what school? St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Kolebu. Kolegono. No wonder. Don't read a long passage. See, stop at any verse that strikes you and think about it. So when you are reading, when sometimes you, you are reading slowly, like you see, I was reading Joshua one eight. This book of the law shall not. Can I have it, please? Should I kneel down to beg? Isaiah, okay. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Can I have it in King James? Oh, okay. Shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein, day and night. Even this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Should let you stop and ask, why mouth? I did that. That's why I got to know that. Reading is not just closing your mouth. So, feel free to stop as you are reading feel free there is no law that says you must finish a verse you can write it down there is no law Christian law there is no spiritual law that says you must finish a verse you get to a place that's why you pray we pray Psalm 119, verse 18. Open down my eyes. Lord, as I approach your word, open my eyes to see wonderful things in your word. And as soon as you pray that prayer, something happens to you. So as you are reading, it's not just your eyes and your mind. It's the Holy Ghost that is guiding your eyes and guiding your spirit. And at the right time, say, 
Stop. I'm speaking to you here. Stay here for three days. Let me speak to you. I've stayed at one verse. I read today. Tomorrow, I want to go to the next verse. I can't move. You should know. When you can't move, you should know that you can't move. As I stay there, revelations. The following day, I'm forcing to go to the next verse. The same verse. The next day, I can stay there one week, one verse. By the time I move, the Holy Ghost would have downloaded God's will, God's mind for my life. From that one verse or even a sentence in a verse. May this series I'm teaching change you permanently till Christ comes. Stand to your feet. We'll continue next week. Clap your hands for Jesus. Can you lift your hands? Everyone, everyone lift your hands and just commit yourself to the word. <laughs> Ain't it? I don't know what God will do for you outside his word. Because the Bible says that he has even lifted his word above his name. The name God. The name Jehovah Rafi. The name Jehovah Nisi. The Bible is higher than that name. When you commit yourself to the word of God, no wonder Joshua says that you will have good success. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Rafa, Nisi, uh, Jehovah, Water, Chicken. The word of God has been made bigger than any name of God. Any name of God. Come with the name of God. I am coming with the word of God. I'm higher than you. Can you lift your hands and pray? Every lifting. And pray. Lord, I want to be a proper Christian. Quiet time. We are not in a hurry. We will take our time. We will sing. We will oh, sing songs. Yes. If it's poems, we will say poems. Anything that will help you to have your quiet time, we'll do it. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, I want to commit myself to your word. This week, believe God and buy a Bible. New King James. King James. New Living Translation. We are Christians. We are not just churchgoers. Stop that behavior. We are Christians. Children of God. That is children of the word because the word is God. You are a child of the word. How can you take decisions that the Bible doesn't approve of? And you say you are a child of the word of God. How? Father, we thank you. Everyone, close your eyes. What a beautiful evening service we've had today. Beautiful church service. Every eye closed. Every hand down. Every head bowed, please. You are here. You want to say, Pastor, <laughs> I want to give my life to Christ. I want to start properly. I want to know Jesus. Pastor, please stop talking and pray for me. I want to be born again today. Yes. 
I've been playing games. I have been joking. I want to be born again today. Pastor, please pray for me. I don't know where you are, but as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I'm going to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Wherever you are, just lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. Lift your hand high above your head. I see your hand. I see at the back. I can see. I can see. I can see. I see there. I see. Lift your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to know Jesus. I don't know where you are. Yes, I see your hand. I see it. There's a sister here. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to hand over your life to God and to his word. If your hand is up, if your hand is up, I want you to come to me here. Come. Come. Take your Bible, take your notebook and come. If your hand is up, come to me here. Come. Clap your hands for them. Give your life to God. Give your life to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Clap your hands for them. They are coming to surrender. Come, my dear. Come to Jesus. Yes. Come to Jesus. Clap for them. They are coming. Come to Jesus. Let's close our eyes. Let's close our eyes. I want those in front to lift up your two hands. Lift your two hands up. Those in front. Yes. Lift your hand. Lift, lift your hand and say after me Heavenly Father I've come to you today I've gone far from you I've sinned greatly my soul is dirty but I've come to you today give birth to me again do it again, Lord. I want to know you. I want to walk with you. I've repented for my sins. But I'm going to live with you. Oh God, I declare you are my father, you are my master, you are my Lord. Come into my heart and change me and make me your child. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can you see our pastor standing there waving his hand? Can you see the one who is waving his hand? Yeah. Go to him. He will talk to you. They will visit you. They will pray with you. And your life will not be the same way it was before. Yes. Even your haircut will change. Beautiful. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping for them. And those of you who are online, there's a number on the page. Call that number. Somebody will answer. Somebody will help you. 
somebody will speak to you somebody will attend to you and guide you to know God in a real way God bless you let's take our communion take it this is my body which was broken for you drink this is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life yes lift your bread whoever eats my flesh shall have eternal life you know as this is the body of Christ Jesus Christ the night before he was betrayed he took bread and broke it and said this is my body which was broken for you now we are learning that that body is the word is the word he said I am the bread of life that is Jesus the bread we are eating is Jesus the bread when he took it he said this is my body because he had already said I am the bread of life so Jesus is the bread we are about to eat and the bible says that the word was God so as we eat this communion today we are committing ourselves to not just an imaginary body but this body this body this is the body of Christ this, the word of God is the body so I am the bread Jesus Christ is the word and the, Christ is also the bread so we are eating this today and we are saying that as we are eating it means we will also be eating the word of God every day you will open the word and eat it so we are just reminding ourselves that we will be reading the bible every day the body of Christ say this is the word of God say this is the word of God say this is the bread of life and as I eat it I'm committing myself to the word of God the body of Christ let's eat it when I see the blood yeah, when I see the blood yeah, I will pass over you when I see the blood listen the Bible says and the life of the flesh is in the blood so this is life once again taking us back to the word of God I mean can you imagine a Christian life without the word of God I mean can you imagine a doctor without medical school I mean that's a herbalist there's no Christian life there's no life without the word Say this is the blood of Christ. This is the blood of Christ. 
It is the life of Christ. From today, the word of God will give me life. The blood. The blood of Christ. The word of God. The life of God. Father, we thank you. Help us to know you more. Everyone lift your hands. Let me pray for you. Pray for every hand lifted. For an unquestionable commitment to the word of God. An unquestionable commitment to the word of God. Day and night. It guides us. It influences our decisions. Like Peter said in Luke 5, 5. We've told here all night. But because of your word, I'll put my net here. Help us, Lord. That we also, because of the word of God, no matter how contradictory the situation is, nevertheless, at thy word, at thy word. Father, forgive us for attempting to be Christians without your word. Attempting it. As we go about, we don't read our Bibles and we dare to call ourselves children of God. Have mercy on us. And let this time mark the beginning of a new era in your word for exciting adventures. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. You may please be seated. <laughs>